A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Some attention grabbers right now in the dairy industry include cows moving out of the southwestern part of the U.S., new dairy processing facilities coming online in the upper Midwest, and federal milk marketing order reform. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. These are just a few of the headlines that I break down with Mark Stevenson. Mark is the Director of Dairy Policy Analysis at UW-Madison. Mark, first tell me what we need to know about what's happening with dairies in the southwest region of the U.S. Um, We have lost some large farms out of there in in this past year, and that's unusual. Um, Typically, those farms have been quite stable and even uh, growing, Um, but... It's a place where farming system is a little different than it is in the upper Midwest. Uh, not everybody there is growing their own forage base, and so they have a tendency to buy or purchase more uh, dairy cow feed than we do. And feed has been very expensive. So uh, corn prices have been high. Protein prices like soybean meal has been high. Alfalfa hay has been very high. So Um, It's just made it difficult for some of those farms under the relatively lower milk prices we had last year to really make a profit. So where are those cows going then? In general, over this last year, last half year anyway, um, we've just lost cow numbers out of the U.S. dairy herd. Um, That's not always the case, but um, we hit a peak of dairy cow numbers back in May and June of this past year, and actually those were the highest cow numbers we've had in the U.S. for about 38 years. And since that time, as we've lost dairy herds, uh, the U.S. dairy cow numbers have declined. Um, They're down somewhere around uh, uh, 9.3 million uh, dairy cows, and uh, they have been up around 9.5, so, you know, we've lost quite a bit. Yeah, another reason we're asking if those cows are moving uh, around the U.S. is if there's any dairy, new dairy processing facilities coming online. Any large ones in the Dakotas or you know somewhere else that, that you think is worth noting? We've had uh, dairy processing capacity added um, in several parts of the country. Um, one of them has been in the southwest, but there have been two or three plants in that um, I-29 corridor um, of uh, western Minnesota and eastern South Dakota where they've added plant capacity. And even here in the uh, state of Wisconsin, have added some plant capacity. And, of course, one of the ones that people have talked about quite a bit in the last year has just come online is a very large plant in Michigan, and that was a greenfield plant. So, That wasn't capacity added to existing location. That was a brand new plant, very large plant. So those things are taking some milk. As a result, do we see cows moving that way? We've had an increase in animals in some of these upper Midwestern states. That's correct. Right now, the last report, I believe, was fairly stable for cow numbers. I'm not looking at it in front of me as far as Wisconsin goes, but South Dakota's been on a tear. They've been adding quite a bit in every one of these months as these Farms are trying to ramp up to meet the uh, needs of the plants in that area. As we get nearer to the season of spring flush in milk production, 
What are you predicting in terms of volume? Well, we uh, we always look forward to spring flush. I mean, it is a time when we can challenge our plant capacity if we have a really big flush. Right now, it doesn't look to me like we're going to have that big a flush. Our dairy cow numbers have stabilized. Their growth isn't going too, uh, too awfully much. And milk per cow has been moderate. Um, it's been actually at about the same level as it was a year ago. Uh, now, if all those things continue to grow, we could have a big flush, but I don't think we're going to. Uh, the spring flush is also a time when traditionally we make quite a bit of cheese that is held in storage for several months uh, for our big demand season of the year, which is in the fall time. So, you know, a light spring flush would be a pretty bullish sign for the dairy markets, pardon that pun. Um, but, you know, it would be a sign that uh, milk prices would remain strong through uh, a good portion of the year. I want to talk dairy policy now, Mark. I want to ask your thoughts on milk marketing order reform. This is a huge policy priority for several dairy groups, from the Dairy Business Association, which they highlighted at their Dairy Strong Conference, to Farm First Dairy Cooperative. Everyone has a different solution, it seems, but what are your thoughts? Well, it's it's kind of an interesting thing because it wouldn't matter if you were talking to most any dairy plant or most any dairy farmer everybody would tell you that they have some level of dissatisfaction with the federal milk marketing orders. And, you know, I don't know if that means that they're um, threading the needle pretty well, you know, if everybody's a little dissatisfied. But um, there are some some issues. Um, Last year, we had these very big negative producer price differentials on farmers' milk checks. That's kind of an artifact of where milk prices were last year, um, very high class three or cheese prices and relatively low class four or butter and powder prices. Um, but that's a, uh, an artifact of federal order pricing system that we have. Um, so farmers didn't like that. And we also have with, um, dairy plants. The way that we're currently determining those minimum prices is with product price formulas. And they have something that's called a make allowance in those formulas, which is an allowance for plants to transform raw milk into finished products like cheese or butter. And those have not been changed um, for a long, long time. I think 2007 was the last or eight was the last time that those were changed. So dairy processors are saying, look, our costs haven't been steady over that time period either. So uh, I think we will have a hearing uh, at some point in time to uh, listen to changes in federal milk marketing orders. I'm just not sure how extensive those are going to be. Well, it certainly sounds like a long time coming, especially with all players voicing some desire for a change. Mark Stevenson joins us. He's the Director of Dairy Policy Analysis at UW-Madison. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.